Hello, everybody. Come on in. Praise the Lord. Come on in. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. We've been gifted by our Lord to live another day under His grace and under His mercy. So come on in. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Um, if you're joining us for the first time tonight, welcome. Hallelujah. My name is Cynthia Green. And um, I pray all is well with you guys, with your household, your family. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Um, we are not going to be long tonight. Um, you know, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, Thursday evening message and, you know, um, starting, you're going to start to notice that it's going to be a little less formal. I just want to um, take the opportunity to, sometimes there will be, um, you know, a full-blown, I don't know, lesson teaching. Sometimes it may be just, uh, sometimes the Lord just gives, drops something in my spirit um, that um, I, that uh, for, for me to share with you guys, maybe something, you know, that's very brief. We're just going to really be directed and led by the Holy Spirit when it comes to Thursday's evening message. You know, I've always, because there's been times when, to be honest with you, I haven't always been given just a really, you know, I, what can I say, uh, deep-rooted lessons. So I'm not sure if the Lord is is um, transforming me away from that or not. But here's what I want to say. Authentically, what I want to do here is to really share with you what comes, what I'm given from the Lord as I pray and ask Him for direction of what he wants for this community. Um, I'm very um, careful to uh, to not speak on my own. Very, very careful not to do that. So, um, you know, I'm very prayerful about what I come to you guys with and because I want it to be something that the Lord, for those of you who are tuning in, something that will bless you, something that's for you, something um, that God wants to speak in your ears. And even though you guys are hearing the same thing at the same time, you know, God is such a, he, he's such a magnificent God that he can reach each and every one of you differently um, so that what you're hearing um, is interpreted um, specifically for you at your time. Uh, right there in uh, at the place that you're in right now. Amen. So we trust God for that. So tonight we're going to, we've been talking about trust and embracing the trials that we go through. And, you know, I know that sounds a little um, out of the ordinary, you know, to embrace trouble. So tonight we're going to kind of I think we're going to close out this series. We'll see what the Lord has for next week. But um, I want to um, kind of, we're going to be very brief. Um, just something that God has laid on my heart to speak with you guys about too, to let you know the purpose, you know, of the trials. I know I've talked a little bit about, you know, it's, it's meant for your good. 
It's not happening to you, but to consider that it's happening for you. So I want to kind of explain that a little more tonight. Um, because I think that when you understand the purpose of anything, it gives you a clear perspective on what the outcome will look like. Amen. Uh, the way that it should be handled. Amen. So that's what we're going to do tonight. Um, so hallelujah. Let's go ahead and just start off with a word of prayer. Father God, we thank you and we praise you and we glorify you for your goodness. We thank you for wisdom, for understanding. We ask, Lord, that you speak through my vocal cords and think through my mind, none of me and all of you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. So the subtitle tonight for tonight's um, talk is Transformation is Painful. And what we're going to do is take a look at the fact that when we go through trials, and we've already talked about scriptures, you know, that that lets us know that as long as we're here on this earth, we are going to experience trials and tribulations and trouble. Uh, that's just a given. Amen. And so as a Christian, I think it's very, uh, I think it's, um, necessary to understand why you're going through what you're going through okay um you know sometimes it's it's at our own hands because we may have made a choice that's disobedient to what we know god intended and so as a result those are the you know the consequences of poor choices sometimes you, you're going to go through some things amen um so Regardless of the reason why, the purpose, I think, is what we want to get across today, uh, the primary purpose of the trouble. And it's transformation. We have to transform. You know, when you first accept Jesus Christ into your life, you know, on that day when you invite him in and by faith you believe that you're saved, you are the nature, your natural born nature, the state of the nature that you were born with, that old man, it is now, um, what it has done is it's put, put you in a position where because of Jesus Christ and your faith in what he did on the cross, it has given you the right now to have a relationship, um, form a relationship with God, uh, form a relationship with his word, amen? So that now he can interact in your life and on your behalf and direct your steps. But what doesn't happen that same day is the transformation process. You're not immediately turned from that old man to that new man or woman. I'm talking about human, human, hum, humankind. You're not immediately changed. However, you know, if, if you were to, pass away, you know, that day or the day after, you are saved from eternal damnation. That's what the salvation does for you because God, you have become righteous in the eyes of God, amen? And so therefore he, he doesn't hold any of who you were 
um, that uh, that who you were before salvation, you uh, that that old man, that old state, that old nature. Um, he no longer looks and condemns you for those paths, for that past nature. I hope I'm, I'm making myself clear. So you are saved from eternal damnation. But now what has to happen is that you have to be transformed because you are not saved from eternal damnation just for you. So the walk, uh, the, the evidence of a true born again Christian happens with the transformation process. Amen. You, that's why scripture says, you know a tree by the fruit they bear. Uh, what happens, what type of fruit are, are, are you bearing? Are, are you uh, demonstrating? Amen. And you have to go through a transformation process uh, in order to start to bear that good fruit. It just doesn't happen the same second, same moment that you become uh, saved uh, from damnation or, or, or your salvation has taken place. All right. So um, the other day I was watching YouTube and I, I was thinking that what, what happened is I, I was sitting outside um, on the patio at my apartment complex and I saw a caterpillar not far from me, you know, squiggling around. And it made me think about how that caterpillar was eventually um, going to be, um, it was on a leaf actually, and it was going to be transformed, you know, into a butterfly eventually. And so what I did is I, I pulled up, a, a, located a video on YouTube um, because I wanted to see if they actually had what it looked like of uh, the transformation from a caterpillar to a butterfly. So what happens is the caterpillar, uh, on this video, the there was a caterpillar squiggling across a green leaf. And I'm not gonna go into the scientific part of it. You guys can look up your own YouTube videos about the transformation. But uh, here's what I got from it. A caterpillar was squiggling across on a green leaf. It actually seemed content to be earthbound, even while there was a yellow multicolored butterfly that was flying right above the caterpillar. So it occurred to me that the caterpillar was satisfied because it doesn't yet know what it can become. Okay, I want you to think with me. The caterpillar looks at the butterfly and in my mind, I'm what he's wondering what it would be like to fly. But I'm sure that dream seems too far away, per perhaps not even possible at all to the caterpillar. So she wiggles slowly to her next destination. Amen. So then the caterpillar removes herself, what happens in this transformation process from the warmth of the sun and she spins herself into a protective cocoon. Now, let me just say this too. One of the things that it was saying is that the caterpillar's main job um, when it hatches from the egg um, that was laid by a butterfly 
when it hatches from the egg, one of the things that it constantly does all the time is just eat, 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 eat. Basically taking care of itself, eating, not just no other purpose, just eating, 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 because it has to grow to a certain length um, as a part of the, uh, the process, it has to grow. So the caterpillar removes herself from the warmth of the sun once she becomes at the right growth, uh, the right length, and she spins herself into a protective cocoon where there is no light, there's only darkness. So she, she's shedding her skin basically and wrapping herself in this really dark cocoon. Now in this cocoon, no one can hurt her, uh, so she feels safe. Its walls keep things out, but they also keep her trapped and alone. Now, this reminds me of where I once was, and perhaps you can relate to this as well. Maybe you're going through it right now, where you're bound to earthly things, content, or you just kind of put up with the state that you're in because you're afraid of change. You've accepted where you are. Even though you want things to be different in your life, uh, you, you see others that seem to be flourishing and you wonder what's going on with me. So the question is, have you locked yourself away behind a cocoon? Maybe so you won't get hurt so you don't have to go through change. You just become stagnant, uh, you know, just, you know, satisfied, somewhat satisfied with where you are. Not realizing or knowing what you are meant to become. So if you're in a place in your life where it seems like it's all about you, meaning you, you've become content where you know, you, you take care of yourself. Um, you know, you're kind of tucked away into this neat little package per se, but yet you're really not happy, maybe even lonely. I would like to say that as a Christian, you're not in the place that, that you were born to be that there is more that God has for you. And I'm hoping that this would become clearer as we, as we go along. So here it is, this butterfly. She's locked herself behind the cocoon so she won't get hurt, not realizing or knowing what she is meant to become. But then God, God, God has to be the center of your universe. He has to be. Because when he is the center of your universe, not you, but him, you can't become uh, stagnant or satisfied because he's not that type of God. He has, and let me just say this too. Sometimes, you know, we all have a different mission in life as Christians, you know. Um, so when I, when I say that 
to become what you're meant to be. You know, we're not all meant to be famous or uh, well-known or anything like that. That shouldn't even be your goal or your purpose. So, but sometimes I think that people think that in order to, to follow God's path, that that if you're not doing something that's putting you out in the public eye and that sort of thing. No, many times, you know, uh, it may be something that's behind the scenes. You know, um, you may do things that, you know, not a lot of people know about. Maybe only the, the individuals who maybe you're blessing or God has sent you through. Because uh, we don't do things to be out front. Amen. Only unless God has called you in that direction. But even then, that's not your purpose or goal. Making God the center of your universe is just being led to fulfill the purpose that he has for you. Amen. So we were talking about, you know, being in the dark, going through some troubles, uh, hiding yourself away, but then God. God can do some of his most amazing work in your dark places. Yeah. When you trust and rely on God and embrace your trials as something for you, like the caterpillar things, uh, like the caterpillar things that were dormant come to life. So what I mean by that is, in order for you to grow into what God uh, has purposed for you, you got to go through some stuff. Th that doesn't just happen on its own. You know, the caterpillar doesn't become a butterfly, you know, just boom, all of a sudden. Now you're a caterpillar, now you're a butterfly. He has to go through some things to develop into the butterfly. And for us as mankind and human beings, we got to go through some stuff in order to become who God has purposed for us to become. Amen. And that's why I say embrace your trouble, embrace your trials. They're meant for you. They're, they're, they're happening for you, not to you. Parts of us that are no longer necessary after we become uh, born again, after we, we become saved, there are parts of us that are no longer necessary. They have to fall off so that they can be replaced with something stronger, something better. Now, there is a pain in the breaking process. There's no doubt about that. But there is blessing in what is broken. Similar to the pain of childbirth, uh, I remember, and, and this is no uh, judgment for anybody who used um, pain medication or anything through childbirth because it ain't no joke as we know women, right? But for me, and, and back in my day, we didn't have, uh, I don't know, whatever. Well, I think they did have a, 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 what they call a spinal tap shot or something like that. It might have been the same as what they have now. I don't know. But for me, I chose to not have any kind of pain medication, shots, nothing. I, when I tell you I did natural childbirth with both my children, totally natural. I had no drugs whatsoever. And I, so I embraced 
those birthing pains. Um, the pain, it was no joke. It was horrific, as a matter of fact. Wow. Yeah. Sometimes it felt like I wasn't going to make it. But here's what I, I remember doing. Um, you know, I had, uh, my husband and I at the time had, we had gone through the Lamaze birthing uh, classes. So I breathed, yep, my way through it, through those contractions. In between contractions, I can remember praying and asking God to help me, give me the strength to make it through. So when you're going through what you're going through, when, it, when the going gets really tough, take a, take a pause, breathe through it. It will relax you. And then pray and ask the Holy Spirit to help you and give you strength. He'll, he'll do that. Uh, my first child, I was in labor for eight hours, which isn't really a long time. Praise the Lord. God helped me through it because I've heard a lot of people uh, that even with the drug medication, I think my daughter's one of them, that was in labor a lot, lot longer with their first child. I was in labor eight hours with John and only two hours with Perry. Hallelujah. No drugs or anything. I embraced. I embraced my birthing process. So. During your trials and tribulations, that's what you're going to have to do. You have to know that God is birthing something new in you. You got to know that it's not going to be forever. I knew that uh, I was going through the pain because I was birthing a new creation. So I knew the purpose of the pain. And that's what I'm trying to, I'm hoping that uh, will be revealed to you all through this series that there's a reason, there's a purpose behind your present trouble, behind your present, uh, your present pain, regardless of whether it was at the hands of a poor choice, there still is a purpose. And that purpose is to birth something new in you and to know that it's not going to last forever. As Christians, after salvation, what you once were dies and is replaced with something new and beautiful. I'm not the same person I was when I got saved all those many, many, many years ago at the age of 15. And it's not just because I've matured in age, it's because I've been transformed using the troubles and the struggles and the difficulties that I've gone through. I'm a different person and you will be too. I'm walking in my purpose of what God called me to be, but I wouldn't have gotten here had I not embraced the troubles that I was going through by part of, part of the way of embracing your trouble is by relying on God. Because when you don't rely on him and you're trying to fix it on your own, then you're not embracing it. So to embrace your struggles is to rely on God, ask him for help, guidance. Amen. You become a new creation. Uh, not ha it doesn't happen immediately, like I said, after accepting Christ, but you will become a new creation.
Although you are saved from the consequences of the old nature, when the work of Christ is finished, the process of transformation and rebirth begins. We can no longer at that point stay in that old cocoon because that old nature no longer serves us. Just like with the caterpillar, that old body no longer serves it. Amen. It's time to push through the shell of what we once were and burst forth with new life and new wings to fly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, some of us, when we get saved, we, we think that, okay, life is going to be great. And it is, it is. There is, a, there is a freedom that comes with grace. There really is. There's a freedom that comes with grace as you build that relationship with the word of God and realize what grace really does for you. But the new, but the, the real transformation process, um, the struggle, it's real too. But what you become after that transformation, hallelujah. You want to talk about rejoicing. Amen. So the birth canal of your life is your trials, it's your tribulations, your dark places, trusting and relying on God's word and asking the Holy Spirit to help while in that birth canal is your way of pushing through, your way of embracing. It hurts. It's hard. But I promise if you rely on the God of your breakthrough, hallelujah. You know, God's nature and his heart never change, even if his actions are sometimes not so predictable. Amen. As I always say, God's ways are higher than ours. The fight of faith is not about twisting God's arm so that he will perform a certain um, outcome for us. Amen. Faith is so much deeper than our external circumstances. The battle that we face each and every day, here's what it is. The battle is to trust God's heart and believe for the impossible. Hallelujah. If you can remember to do that every single day, that's going to be the battle. That's what the, the enemy doesn't want from you. He doesn't want you to trust God and rely on him, to rely on his word. That's the fight. So if you can push through whatever you're going through and trust and rely on the, uh, on the Holy Spirit, rely on Jesus Christ, rely on his promises, you're winning the battle. Hallelujah. So remember this. Breakthrough isn't just something that God does. Hallelujah. But it is who he is. He is the God of breakthrough. Now, breakthrough, while it sometimes will change your external circumstances, breakthrough will not always change immediately your external circumstances, but the real breakthrough is your transformation into a new creation. The person you were born to be. That's the breakthrough. Sometimes we look at breakthrough is when that trouble we're going through goes away. 
But I don't know about you. I can remember recognizing the change in me while the trouble was still present. I started recognizing that I was uh, more calm. Um, I guess started recognizing that I was embracing it because I was embracing Jesus Christ. I was embracing the fact that I knew that he was going to bring me through it. And as a result, you get that peace. And the trouble hasn't gone. Your external circumstances hasn't changed, but you've, you're changing. Your, your transformation, that change, that's the breakthrough. Hallelujah. That's the breakthrough. That's what you want to shout about. That's why you can shout even when the circumstances haven't necessarily changed yet. But the breakthrough is that because now you have peace in the middle of the storm because you're transforming. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for breakthrough. So like the caterpillar, it takes some getting used to uh, with uh, the new body, the new change, that new spirit now that resides on the inside of you after salvation. This new person you have become or, or are becoming but it makes you feel stronger, makes you feel powerful. You have the right purpose in life. And each time you lift your wings, you see new possibilities in who you have become. Hallelujah. So tonight, let's, I'm going to give you a few scriptures like I did the other couple of weeks ago. Jot these down and read them. Uh, make them a part of your your uh, tr your uh, trouble database, amen. So the first one is Second Corinthians, the fifth chapter, it's the seventeenth verse. I'm going to be reading all of these from the NLT version. So Second Corinthians five seventeen it says, "This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone; a new life has begun." transformation. Galatians, the fifth chapter in the 20th verse. This, what this verse tells us some of the things of the old life that needs shedding. Idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outburst of anger, selfish ambition, dissensions, division. These are some of the things that need to be shedded of, the, of our own nature that needs to go away. And while we don't all possess all of these, we each have uh, some of these things uh, that were primary characters of our own nature that need to be shed. It has to go through a transformation process, just like that caterpillar. Shed that old skin. Hallelujah. Isaiah, uh, the 43rd chapter, verse 18 through 19. It says, but forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do. Verse 19 says, for I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Don't you see it? 
I will make a pathway through the wilderness. Now notice, he didn't say I'll make a pathway uh, through, the, uh, through the valley where it's all, everything's going good. He says, I'm going to make, a, I'm gonna make a, a way for you through your troubles, through your wilderness. He says, I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. And rivers in this passage symbolizes calmness, peace, prosperity. So he says, I will create peace, calmness, even prosperity during your storms in your dry wasteland. You know, I don't know about some of you, but, you know, last year during the pandemic, um, while so many, you know, and, you know, so many loved ones were lost by many people, so many people suffered, uh, you know, through so many different ways during the pandemic and, and still are, are, are experiencing some of those even today. But there were many of us, you know, that were blessed even in the pandemic, through the, in the middle of the pandemic. Uh, seemed like we prospered more even in the middle of the pandemic, hallelujah. We grew spiritually in the middle of the pandemic. So in the middle of a pandemic, many of us experience breakthrough, hallelujah. I would create rivers in the dry wasteland, hallelujah. And then there's Ezekiel, the 11th chapter, um, verse 19 through 20, he says, and I will give them singleness of heart and put a new spirit within them. I will take away their stony, stubborn heart and give them a tender, responsive heart. Verse 20, so they will obey my decrees and regulations. Then they will truly be my people and I will be their God had to go through that transformation process. And going through the transformation process is painful. You gotta go through some stuff to be transformed. So it's happening for you, not to you. For believers, it's happening for you, not to you. He's transforming you. He's turning you into the butterfly that you've been called to be, amen? What was bound? is now boundless. God finds us in the dark and he gives us a new identity, a new name and new wings to make us free. Hallelujah, amen. Now, once the caterpillar transforms into the butterfly, the primary purpose I've learned on that video from YouTube, the primary purpose of the butterfly for the rest of its life is to lay eggs and reproduce more butterflies. Mm. That's his primary purpose. Your transformation will plant seeds of Christ in others. Jesus will water and new spiritual reproductions will begin in others. Our primary purpose, once our transformation 
um, is complete or uh, once that breakthrough starts happening, that change starts happening in our life and we become more like him, we start to plant seeds just like the butterfly. That's our primary purpose. And we'll, we'll all do it in, in different ways, whatever way God has called you to. You don't try to plant a seed like I plant a seed. I don't try to plant a seed like somebody else plants a seed. God has called us each individually to, uh, so you have to be receptive to the Holy Spirit. He'll guide you, don't worry. He'll let you know. You ask him, he'll direct your path. Just listen and obey. The result will be reproduction. Uh, plenty seeds in someone else's life. Hallelujah, in order to produce um, uh, people to produce more Christians, produce more people in the kingdom of God. Amen. So um, let's, let's go ahead and pray. Thank you, Jesus, for finding us and thank you for setting us free. I pray, Father God, that the listeners have been blessed, that they have been inspired and, and that tonight's message reached into their soul and that it touched them in places that they needed to hear from you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah, everybody. Praise the Lord. Ah, God is so good. We thank him. Give him all the praise, the glory, and the honor for his goodness and his mercy and his, um, his wisdom. Hallelujah. So tonight, if you're joining us and you have not accepted Christ as your Savior, well, today is your saving day. So if you want to make the decision to begin your transformation process as a Christian and so that you can live out your purpose that you were born to be, repeat this after me. Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Please come into my life take control of my life. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins and by faith I now know and trust that I am saved. Hallelujah. Welcome to the kingdom of God. Welcome to the opportunity to now have a relationship directly with your heavenly father with God hallelujah so what you want to do is you got to start building a good relationship with the word of God so you need to be under the the, the guidance uh, get into a good bible teaching church uh, prayerfully if you're able to go to find one that's local um, pray about it as well um, if you're not able to um, you know go out uh, physically, and I understand that from uh, many, many years before my back surgery, I could no longer, you know, go to my church, World Changers, physically, and because of, of my back pain. But thank God of even then with streaming abilities and and uh, the website and the World Changers app, I was didn't miss a beat. Uh, you know, even with a I. I attend a church every single Sunday, um, you know, online. 
And so we invite you to do the same thing, you know, if you're not able, because you have to get into, be able to be taught. Uh, the scripture says, how can you hear without a preacher? And the preacher's got to be sent by him, amen? So someone that can rightly divide God's word so that you can be fed, because you, it's time now to begin that transformation process that we just talked about tonight. But welcome right now to the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And I want everybody in our community to pray for those who are, who have accepted Christ on tonight, uh, that God would give them strength and guidance and um, that they will be led. My contact information is on um, the platforms that you're on, uh, Facebook, YouTube, uh, you may be listening to the podcast on Spotify. You know, if you have any questions or need some help about uh, uh, where to go or, uh, you know, a good Bible teaching church, please reach out to me. I'll be more than happy to to assist you with that because we want you to be well fed. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, everybody. Hallelujah. So I pray that uh, tonight's message has been helpful. Amen. So, um, listen, everybody, have a good night, a uh, great weekend. As always, I love you guys so much. And uh, until next time, good night. <laughs>